King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. Now last week, we talked about the horrifying image of a Haitian being whipped at the border by a border agent on horseback. And we also discussed Haiti's role as being the first nation to end slavery in this hemisphere. And in large part because they lost Haiti, the French sold the Louisiana Territory to the United States of America, thus doubling the size of the United States of America. If you're new to this podcast, please click subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you can get weekly updates when the podcast is released. Now, usually at the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word or hip hop track by myself. In addition to the track that I'm going to be dropping this week, we have a poem by a very special guest, and he's going to be sharing it with us and some information that he has preserved about the Underground Railroad to Mexico. Yes, there was a point in time when black people did not want to be here in America, and Vicente Guerrero, the leader of Mexico, who had some African roots, abolished slavery. So black people didn't want to be in this country. They didn't want to be in this land. They wanted to go across the border and to escape to freedom in Mexico, which is counterintuitive to the current debate over immigration in this country. In fact, there is a black community in Mexico, and our guest today is going to share an important link to this underground railroad to Mexico. In fact, he's perhaps the only person in the world who has preserved a very special code used by the black Indians of New Orleans to guide people to Mexico. Who is this golden man? Who is this treasured soul from our community who has preserved the history of our escape to Mexico through oral tradition? This golden man is almost 90 years old and he is still out here performing poetry. He is none other than my father, Dr. Maurice Martinez. He has produced more than 30 films 
and he was the first to make a definitive documentary on the sociocultural history of the black Indians of New Orleans. As jazz music was developing in New Orleans, he was there with his camera, capturing musicians. When Muhammad Ali fought, he was there taking photos of him. His pictures were recently featured in a display called Time Capsule in Jazz at Genesis Block in Wilmington, North Carolina. He has a recent book out on the black Indians of New Orleans called No, I Won't Bow Down on That Dirty Ground, A History of the Black Mardi Gras Indians. Let us welcome Dr. Maurice Martinez, Professor Emeritus at the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. So tell me a little more about the black Indians of New Orleans and the Underground Railroad and who was the main person that this was started by? Who were the actors? Who were the people who participated in this? Well, the story goes back to the Seminole Indians who provided a sanction to runaway slaves. When the slaves left the plantations in Louisiana and other places, they went to Florida. And the Seminoles took them in and gave them land, gave them a place to stay and share their food and hunting and fishing, and so they became a community of black Creoles, and one of the leaders that emerged from this union between the Seminoles and the runaway slaves was a man named John Horse, or Juan Caballo in Spanish, and uh, he was trilingual. He spoke, uh, he was the offspring of his, I think his mother was uh, Indian and his father was an African, enslaved African, who was now free in Florida. At any rate, he was a, a black Seminole. He spoke English, he spoke Spanish, and he spoke the language of the Seminoles, Muscogean. And so uh, he became a prominent figure in the Seven Year Wars that were launched by Andrew Jackson against the Seminoles. He wanted very much to remove them from their lands in Florida. The Seminoles were led by Chief Osceola, and Osceola had a number of generals around him, uh, one of whom was named Coacucci. And Coacucci was very smart and very uh, skilled in warfare. So they fought the Americans at that period for seven years, and they never conquered this seminal. Where did you find the evidence of the Underground Railroad? Well, in the song lyrics of the Black Mardi Gras Indians, when the spy boy comes out that morning, he sings, he says a chant, and it goes like this. Kuchimale! I'm the spy boy, spy boy holding apple, Gucci Mali. Now, when you hear that sound, Gucci Mali, I traced it back, and this was verified by some elder chiefs who uh, told me the secret behind it. That was a code. And Coochie was a shortened version of Koa Coochie, the general with Osceola uh, Seminoles. And Coacucci left Florida, went to New Orleans, and he hung out there for a long time. Yeah, so uh, Coacucci and John Horse 
didn't like the way Andrew Jackson had removed all of the Indian groups and put them in Oklahoma to a place that he thought was uninhabitable out there in the sandy hot desert. And so they established a new underground railroad going from New Orleans to Brackettville in East Texas and then into the border of Mexico. And during that period, around 1840, uh, Coacuchi and John Horse freed close to 5,000 enslaved Africans. And they followed him from New Orleans into Mexico. That's why the outcry, Cuchibale, when you heard that, that means me go, Cuchibale, Wale, me go in Creole. Let's go with Coacuchi to freedom, to Mexico. So when people wanted to escape this horrid institution of slavery, how did they know where to go and when to go? Well, you have to remember that spoken, the dominant language in New Orleans was French. And in French Creole, you don't say, je vais, I go. You say, me go, moi aller. And when you say it fast, it's malé. And so when they would hear the cry, from the spy boy or from the scout, they knew that that was the guy to lead them to freedom in East Texas and on into Mexico. So that cry is heard even today after many, many decades. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original poem or hip-hop track. The first poem that you'll hear today is by my father, Dr. Maurice Martinez. And the next poem I wrote in honor of him and the Black Indians of New Orleans and the Underground Railroad to Mexico. My train is coming. Dreams like discarded cross ties tossed in stacked piles among the wastes of the freight yard, fade quietly in disheveled delusions of giant fiddlestick fun to laugh again at the raw irony of uncertainty, to cling in log-jammed sets of blue desire, worn out from where they lie, Beaten and bruised they lie, doing nothing. Dreams they lie. My train is coming on the Underground Railroad to Mexico from Florida to Louisiana to New O. As dreams of freedom shout preserved code from streets of New Orleans, Mardi Gras parades that hundreds of years old black Indian vocal incantations laid. A path through the backwaters, swampy bayous transformed into heaven's gate to East Texas made i watch as i ride to freedom's place who believes today that people wanted to escape 
across the border from the so-called freedom of the United States. And the calls that came preserved in the name of where we go. Kuchemale, me go to Mexico, to the freedom of Vicente Guerrero. Kuchemale, spy boy. Kuchemale. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon. The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain. The Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall. And The Real Vibranium of Africa by Maurice Miles Martinez. Please feel free to contact me at MauriceMilesMartinez at gmail.com. That's MauriceMilesMartinez, all one word, at gmail.com. Or connect with me on LinkedIn. Please tune in next Saturday for another episode of the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. I will speak with you then. Thank you again for listening. The Real Wakandas of Africa is now available on all major platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please share this with your friends and family and ask them to subscribe to the podcast so that they can get weekly updates when the podcast is released.